This is a HeadGum Podcast. This ain't that long-term vision and investment. This is time to get that ink quicker than sexting. If you about that, that's money sensation. It's time to open up your ears to twin innovation. Welcome to Twinnovation, the podcast for your schemes, dreams, misdemeanors, conscripts, hustles, any way you're making that money, we're here to help you. And as always, I'm joined by my nifty, shifty, evil twin brother, El Hefe, the chef, a Jeff Rosenberg. This train's about to stay on the rails, guys. Ooh, ooh. That's right. And of course, nice, Jeff. A nice, nice stuff. And of course, we're joined by the Dame Von Dutch herself. She's Queen Anna Merida Nikolic. Hello. How are you? Hey, how this is the positive P. We do positive pod stuff all the time. We make money. <laughs> Sometimes we do a lot of porn-related comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're interested in sex, money, and drugs, this is the podcast for you. If there's any new listeners out there, what we do here is we create <laughs> ideas, inventions, apps, schemes, dreams. Really, any way you're making that money, we're here to help you. And 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 we've been through the bucket. You know, we're 700 episodes in. We've come up with ideas that range from the wacky to the wild. So you'll have to listen to all the episodes to find out what we do here. Uh, we, we really do amazing stuff. We're one of the most original podcasts, if not the most, on the HeadGum Network. Uh, no one else comes up with ideas like ours. Uh, you know, we're really popular people. So you're going to want to get on board because you're going to want to ride that P train, that positive people popular train to hell. <laughs> Well, well put, David. Spiel. Well put. Thanks, man. I really appreciate and it. And I think um, your positivity is actually starting to rub off on the fans, the nation, the community. Uh, everyone's feeling that that kind of spring into summer spirit. And I think we're all excited to to hear what everyone has to say today. Uh, I'm going to say up front, uh, I love you, Anna. You're the sister I never had. Oh, okay. Yes, well, and, it seems and same like for me, sister. I never had as don't well. Don't act that way, actually. Uh, and why? And you know, I'm not even going to share what you've done this time. But you know, once again, you just do not treat me like a sister. And you know, that's just the what happens next is just what happens when you don't treat me like a sister. That's what. What else can I say? Can't make any promises to you in this world. You don't treat me like a sister. Not so entirely you know. sure what she's talking about, but I hope it works out well and we can chat about it sooner than later. Oh, okay. yeah. Sounds like a plan to me. I heard uh, you guys had a beach was, day today. That must have been lovely. Oh, yeah. yeah it, it was, was. awesome. Uh, you know, really got to explore the main coastline. Uh, saw some surfers put on their body suits. Uh, nothing like a wet body and a dry suit to get you going in the morning on a Wednesday. Um, you know, a little windy out there, that's for sure. So you're going to want to bring your jacket if you're joining us on our beach days. But boy, did we have fun. Did you get in the water there? She's a, she's a little too chilly at this point. Well, I'll tell you, the water ended up seeping through my shoes a little bit. So I guess you can say my toes got wet. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's good. Dude. It was a good time, though. Yeah, it was definitely a good time. Waterproof socks. Um, I've been talking about them for a while. He has. And any new listeners out there, we're big into sock ideas. We're big into pocket ideas. We're trying to change the way people wear stuff. Uh, we're sort of a tech fashion forward without the fast fashion kind of company. You know, we, we, we really range all of our ideas from 
uh, you know, from anything from animals to clothes to cars. Uh, there's no topic we won't touch. And Jeff has just brought his lovely cat, uh, Pidge, into the picture. Mm -hmm. Pidge, if you don't know, is a nice, beautiful black cat, uh, only around a year old. Jeff wow. treats her like uh, Thanks, Pidge. his one and only daughter, and uh, oh. she's a part of the family. Well, you, you need to be surrounded uh, by the, the feminine touch, the feminine mystique, uh, you know, a connection to Mother Nature. Uh, kind of breeds a better boy, a better human being. So we we like to lean into that, if you will. Lean into it indeed. We're actually debating getting a dog. We're not sure how big it should be, how small it should be, I should say. No, we're sure it should be extremely small. The thing is, is that well, like... I'd like a big, really big dog to lay oh, in no, bed No, you don't. If it's a big us, dog, no you, can't, no, you can't cuddle with a big dog. And big dogs take like big shits and it's just a whole, like it's a chain. They eat more food. It's just a whole chain reaction. You know, nothing against the big dogs. I love dogs of all kind. If you have the, the right setup for a big dog, more power to you. But I just, you know, we have this apartment and, you know, we, we really just need something that could potentially even like, you know, not need to go outside to like shit. It needs to be able to like go on one of those pads. I'm talking about small. I want like a Yorkie or Pomeranian. Uh, you'll roll over in the middle of the night and kill it. We've been no, I won't, David. First of all, why do you think it would <laughs> sleep in our bed with us? Like that, it would not be sharing that's, a bed. Well, a big dog you can share a bed with. These little uh, rat that's dogs gross. that you want end up crawling up your butthole while you're sleeping. Mm, no, you get it. It's own little bed next I to think yours. You want and it something that's the size of like maybe a an eight year old, you know, or a, or a five year old, something you can really wrestle with a little bit if if you. If uh, you know, push game to shove. Yeah, I'm just For sure. Uh, if bar comes to bite, we want something in you know the the tiny dog range, something that's uh, you know, like Anna said, gonna take little pee pees on the pad instead of having to be you know take their big dumpos on the sidewalk <laughs> in the middle of the winter. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just a lot, you know. But I think we could totally do it. The thing is, is that they make it so you know everyone says adopt, don't shop, and you have to. You know, God forbid you, you even think about using a pet store. I sent a couple links of these cute dogs to some of my family more members. Of a and mill they reacted, than a store. They reacted as if I had, uh, you know, sent them something saying I was planning like some major crime. It's like, a, you know, these puppy stores get a real bad rap. And I'm sure a lot of them are, you know, bad and the puppy mill thing. But how can it really be that every pet store is evil? Like, you don't think that somewhere there's a person that was like, our pet store is different. And like, we're not going to use puppy mills. And I just love pets. Just like Meg Ryan loved the books in her bookstore. Like, I just feel like there's got to be a Meg Ryan somewhere running a pet store that I can buy a puppy from. Because the adoption, it's like, it's like a lottery. It's like I'm looking online. None of these small, cute ones are available. It's like I guess you do miss then, out on the puppy stage too, most likely, right? If you well, yeah, that's another thing. I mean, they do have puppies you can rescue, but it's definitely less common than you know, uh, just a young adult or a full adult dog. And, you know, the breeds, it's like most of the dogs on there are the bigger dogs or the mixes. And I don't mind getting like a, a, a mutt dog. I just don't, I just don't want it to no, act like. We only like pure breeds. I don't family. want it to grow big into a giant dog because I know people that have done that when they get a puppy. And then it accidentally, you know, grows into like a medium large dog. I have a 23 so pound cat now. So you're talking to the guy who did it. 
And boy, yeah. how do you weigh those cats? Do you still like him now that he's all big? Uh, I do. Believe it or not, I do. I think I find it cuter. Uh, I w- it was my nightmare going into it that I'd have like this big sloppy cat, um, which I always found to be uh, kind of disgusting. But now that, you know, I love him, you know, it's like you can't like if I had a fat kid, I'd still love him. I see. Okay, so yeah, maybe we'd feel that way about it too, Dave, if we accidentally got a bigger guy. Or a skinny kid. Whatever kid. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I think uh, we're definitely going to do it. I'm just like, I don't know. I think I'm too lazy to, you know, it's like you look at these applications for these dogs and they're like asking you, it's like more in depth than like t- uh, any application, like for an apartment, mm-hmm. like for anything. I mean, I guess it's good. They don't want just to give the dog to some psycho, but it's like, damn, like, what are you going to do if you, where's this dog going to be if you go on vacation? Like, I don't know with my mom, like, is that the wrong answer? Like, what do you want me to say? Like, I'm going to bring it with me everywhere. Like, yeah, we probably will. That's why we need a small guy that we can put it in our, like in our bag, you know? Oh, real nice. Putting dogs in the bag. Uh, in a little carry-on bag with you, I'm saying. Like, you can't put a golden retriever in, you know, a carry-on, like, but a little uh, a little chihuahua boy. There. Maybe the tail. You could do the old Mitt Romney where, you, where you, put it on the, you put them in a cage on top of the roof while you're driving an eight-hour trip to no, Canada. No, see, that's the thing. I would never do that. And it's like, you know, I don't want to name names, but Romney. there are some people that we know that have their own, that have dogs that, like, they, they really like their own dogs obviously but i am like not impressed so that i feel like press me much me much yeah it's That's, like these people with like, <laughs> i think it's mcintyre like remember when we used to try to go on those trips in la dave and certain people had oh, a giant yeah, dog yeah, I remember my <laughs> days, it's like ugh, your dog is like ruining our airbnb options but you know, we've calmed down from that part of our life. We're not traveling as much. And I think the well, dog. I'm traveling. Would... Oh, yeah. Your business trip. Yeah, your business, business trip. trip. What's, got, what's this yeah. all about, Dave? I'd love to hear about your travels. You know, going to hit up Chi Town, catch a Cubbies game, maybe a White Sox game, do some business. Uh, you Go know, Cubbies. Really, wow. Uh, really make that paper double, you know. I'm sort of a, a money man these days, and what I do is I double down, and if I lose, I triple down. You know what I'm saying? Yes, indeed. That's very good, you know. And uh, there's nothing like Chicago in the summer, so they say. I mean, it's I've never supposed been. supposed to be but- gorgeous. You have been to Chicago. I guess not in the summer. Actually, when did we go? When I, that, think that was when a, was I think that was around cold. May. That actually was in the summer, right? That was like in June or May. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe. So maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah, that we have been. And actually, I think we stopped there. Oh, no, when we stopped there on our road trip, it was the winter. The, I always think that the only time I've really been to Chicago is when I was there for two weeks in the middle of February for the auto show. And just like, I've never experienced something cold. Yeah, Anna here used to push Lamborghinis back in the heyday. Mm. <laughs> no, not Lambo. Lambert. They used to call her the lamb ho for selling oh, Lambos. David. But anyway, uh, so you are going that'll to be Chicago, fun for you. Dave, huh? That's cool. That's a, yep, I'm the, going for two weeks. So no. I'm just going <laughs> to sleep in a, 
Lana's going to be sleeping alone. She's pretty scared of it. Um, oh, you're and a business gonna... boy now. That's really cool, Dave. Is that a, a... Well, you know, I got to hit up the big markets, the big airports, and get my face out there, get, you know, my brain out there to make sure people know what kind of food I'm eating, what kind of ideas I'm munching on. Is that two weeks, though? Yeah. That sounds like... No, no well, it's, it's going to be a day trip. It's going to be a day trip. I know you've done your day trips down to my uh, Atlanta, Jeff, and, you know, two planes rides a day hopefully it's a direct flight because i don't want to be on four planes in one day of course but you know some you know sometimes uh sometimes you gotta dig deep if you want to make the big bucks like me that's great dude i love to hear that is that some sort of conference or or we'll find out a little more about that coming up yeah yeah, you know, it's 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 just really about people digging into my mind, my brain, and seeing what kind of pieces they can pick up uh to give you a gist. Amaze balls, bro. Amaze balls. Love, 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 love. Love, 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 love is love is love. And this podcast is all about love. And hey, why don't I just kick it off? Because we have three insane minds in the mud pit today. Uh your first goes by the name of uh, baby Dave, folks, uh, howdy, how you doing out there, boys and girls? Good, good, good. Better now. Better now, indeed. Best part of our week is the best part of your week. So, folks, allow me to pose a question, will you? Please. Please do. do. What's the worst part about roadkill? Well, to me, it's good meat going to waste. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just kidding, folks. Allow me to pose another question, will you? <laughs> okay. Please do. What's the best thing about squirrels? Squirrels. Uh, they got a s- sweet faces when they're filled with all those uh, acorns and nuts. Uh, they they look pretty jolly. They are a jolly little beast, aren't they? And you kind of nailed it on the head, Jeff. They're cute, they're fun, and they're funny, to be honest with you. Gosh, so what's the worst thing about squirrels, one has to ask? Um. Uh, hmm. Maybe, Maybe they have diseases. Yeah, you know, they they used to be in our walls growing up. That was pretty terrifying. Scratching around, crawling around, uh, probably probably mice as well. Maybe rats, bats, uh, the whole gamut there. For yeah. sure, Jeff, for sure. They but live in your wall. A, they're eating, yeah, all, eating yeah. all that bird seed too, you know. Uh, you put out that bird seed for your hummings, your, your sparrows, your red robins, what have you, and the squirrels. Red robin. Squirrels just kind of come up there and eat it up. That's interesting, Jeff, and you're making fine points all around the spectrum. But to me, it's the fact that a company doesn't exist to domesticate them. And that's where my new business, Squirrely Ventures, comes in. Mm. From birth, we have nurtured a plethora of squirrels for four generations and have learned the ins and outs of their behaviors. All right, We've taught them to smile, not scowl, nip, not bite, share, not hoard. Our squirrely squirrels are cuter than dogs, cheaper than cats, and more fun than rabbits. And that's our promise to you from everyone here at Squirrely Ventures. And for the price of $49.99, you can have a full family of five domesticated squirrels. Mm. Does that sound like fun for the whole family? It does. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. does. So who's squirreling with me, folks? Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, Dave, are are they inside the house or do you think this is kind of a family that moves into your yard? First question, big question. These are house house squirrels. Wow. House (laughs) squirrels. Okay. My mom would really love this, you know, because these things, she feeds the birds in the backyard every day and 
the squirrels do take part and, you know, she loves all, all the little critters back there. And uh, I think this could be really, really fun for her. Yeah. And, and we actually think it's fun for the whole family. Forget those ferrets. Those things are gross. They're disgusting. I've Agreed. lost many childhood friendships over them. Yes, that's Aaron how, you, that's how I would weed out people there. out too, Aaron Gothier. Yes, you did have uh, the the weasel in in the ball, you know, uh, always very terrifying to me. Uh, apparently, they're pretty sweet, though. I think if you got used to them, yeah. it would be nice. I don't know. Something about them just doesn't pique my interest. But <laughs> squirrels do. I think they're cute. They're cuddly. And I think uh, they would make a great pet. And, uh, you know, like we said, we've been breeding them for four generations. So we've really worked out all the kinks. Right. Yeah. Well, my friend actually had a pet squirrel for a bit there. Uh, shout out to my Shout out to Blas. Yeah. Um, I want to say his name was Paco. Pico, maybe something Sounds like about that. Right. Uh, and he was actually very devastated when the squirrel went back to its natural habitat and kind of left the family. But, you know, he was inside with the squirrel. The squirrel would climb up on his shoulder. Uh, he was very, very close with the squirrel. Um, and, and I know to this day that it still pains him uh, to think about his little buddy. Yeah, and, uh, you know, that's one of the best things, like you brought up, Jeff. The squirrels really like to perch on you. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, you know, without the claws that a cat has, although squirrels actually might have claws, come to think of it. They're climbing up these trees. Yeah. Um, I so we denail them. We de we no, them Dave, we you don't do that. That's not a good sign. People don't like to hear that. No, we take the full nail out of them using <laughs> Jeff's patented technology. Uh, Jeff, what was that idea you had where you ripped the nails off uh, of you? Uh, permanail, I believe. <laughs> yes, permanail. Uh, so we're going to permanail these squirrely little squirrels. Well, maybe you just breed them uh, so th so they have smaller and smaller nails, you know? You're kind of doing the, the pug, you know, you're... You're you're breeding them to be less less efficient, less worldly, more a pet. Some people actually consider this to be a, a real ethical violation. Believe it or not, and, and that's okay because we operate in one of those states that has loose laws when it comes to animal rights, and we we will be permanailing them to the wall to make sure that they're not scratching our young kids out there because we want to make sure first and foremost that the safety of our children is number one. And so do these only come in a, that, that, that fun size family pack? We do have special offers for twins, triplets. Uh, we, we don't like to give away single squirrelies. Mm -hmm. uh, we feel like they, they bond better just like cats when they come in pairs. Of course, of course. Uh, so this would be, you go to the Squirrelly's website, you kind of pick, uh, you almost kind of pick. Uh, pick your poison. Pick your poison. Um, a, and what are we feeding these guys, Dave? Is that going to break and the I'm bank? I'm happy you brought them up, Jeff, because all you have to do is walk out into that yard and pick up some acorns. These things are free to feed. Uh, you know, one of the benefits of these suckers is that they're not going to really pound you in the pocket like you know, a lot of other animals will have you cost. And Jeff, what do those cats cost for you? Uh, with the probably around uh, with the the litter and the food, we're probably around buck fifty a month. Woo wee! Yeah, so we're talking free ninety nine over here, Jeff. Well, so uh, are they? Know, the what's, what's stopping them from staying in the trees, uh, their natural habitat outside? Uh, do they go outside, or are they just indoor squirrels? 
just indoor squirrels. I think I mentioned that before. They are not allowed outside. We don't want them knowing what freedom tastes like. <laughs> oh boy. Well, that sounds like a great time. And you know, with all this like sadness in the world today, I think we could really just use a couple of squirrels inside to play with. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, and these suckers are fun for the whole family. Even even grandpa and grandma, when they come over, seem like they have a good time feeding them. Uh, this seems like, Eric, once you have a similar, you want a large dog, but you want a small squirrel. Yeah, that's right. Because, uh, you know, if you have a couple of them squirrels, I think your hands are going to be full no matter what size they are. Talk to me about the poo-poo uh, uh, version of this, though. You, you know, they're not If they're not going outside to do their business, that does seem like a big cleanup for a family of five, especially. It comes out about the size of an acorn and just as hard so you can actually flick them and play a little game with the kids. With that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that pelt, if you will. Kind of remember uh, uh, taking those apart, those owl pelts. And, uh, oh, yeah. And we did that in bones school. In I guess that was a school thing that we did where they gave us a bunch of shit that we had to dig through. Yeah, Ada, have you ever had to dissect any shit in your uh, school days? Yeah, I got. I had to do the owl pellet thing, and then we also did a frog um, in high school. I remember we did the frog too. I believe mm-hmm. pretty had stinky. Pin its skin back. Yeah, I remember right, all right, that. Right. It was really gross. I didn't like it at all. I thought it was disturbing. That's, well, and that's then how you find your veterinarians, I suppose. The uh, the AP class, you know, the advanced class or whatever, had to dissect a cat. Which I think oh, is Lord, right? I remember depraved. hearing about that. Um, very, very jarring stuff. Anyone who's done that, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, tell me what kind of psychotic behavior you've evolved into. <laughs> yes, indeed, we love that engagement. We love seeing those comments. Uh, you know, when we love hearing from you. We've had a lot of people reach out this. Week. Oh God, <laughs> we need to stop. Pause, everyone. Pause. Dylan, trust Wait, really? out. <laughs> No, not really. I'm just playing games with you. I'm being squirrely. <laughs> not the sound squirrels. Make them more like. Fair enough. Uh, so that's the idea. It's squirrely ventures. Uh, we're coming at you fast, hard, and cheap. I like the, um, you know, I really like uh, the tail of the squirrels. You don't really find that too much in in the animal kingdom. Uh, it seems like it could be a, a fun way to, you know, even uh, have a natural duster in your apartment. They're going around the floors, kind of dusting everything as they go with that that nice fuzzy tail. That's interesting, Jeff. And I'm glad you brought that up because we do find that homes with squirrelies are usually 10 to 15 percent cleaner and have less dust mites in the air than your normal household. And we have studies to show and prove that. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting. Um, I'm thinking about it a lot. Uh, I think it would be very fun. I'm thinking of actually the fun apparatuses that you could have in your house, kind of uh, hanging, uh, you know, jungle gyms and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. You you know, you can definitely create little obstacles for them. We recommend uh, having a finished basement for these types of endeavors uh, because those squirrelies will get a little rambunctious. It's great, Dave. Uh, I think it's a really, really cute name, a really cute product. Uh, I know people can go either way with squirrels. Um, I I think there's so many out there that you're not going to have trouble finding these suckers uh, and selling them for that markup. How do you get your squirrels for your product? 
Well, um, we're now on the fourth generation, so we have been breeding them, but the initial <laughs> squirrels we trapped in uh, raccoon cages in the park. Mm-hmm. Wow. Tore them away from their family and friends, really, if I'm being That's perfectly awful, honest. That's awful, David. Oh, David. Well, you know, we ripped them out of their community, their society, and we made sure that they had a safe place to live inside with a bunch of kids. Mm-hmm. In a basement. And now, <laughs> generations later. basement. <laughs> <laughs> very good very good indeed my friends so that's the idea i hope you're in as a customer investor i'm going to send this around the horn jeff what do you think uh look i think it's innovative i think uh much like uh having you know more of that feminine instinct in your life having that animal instinct in your life kind of helps to to make people a little more rounded okay uh, a little more chubby in the cheeks if you will it, it causes that smile whether you like it or not because you got so many nuts in your mouth you know right right let's keep it pg though um no i'm a big big fan i, I like the idea of of having brothers sisters a family a daddy a mommy you know that's uh, it almost makes me think of sims believe it or not squirrelies you know it's 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 like having you know, uh, a full other, uh, uh, you know, household inside your household, which I think is really, really neat. Um, so I'm in mean, as a customer yeah, yeah. and investor. Thank you. Uh, and on it to you for Squirrely Ventures. Jeff, is that a pinch in the background causing a little ruckus? A little bit of ruckus. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to find that the animals do cause a little bit of ruckus, uh, but, but that's the type of stuff uh, that keeps things interesting. Why don't you throw a pillow at it or something because it's... Uh, Making a bit of noise. Yes. We're not so thrilled about that. Of course. Well, uh, we can always fix it in post. True that, mm-hmm. Dylan. Big ups to you. Uh, and Anna, what do you think about Squirrely Ventures? David, what can I say? I love it. I think, you know, I love little I love little critters. The smaller, the better. Squirrels are included in that. I've always wished they would become my friends. Um, I'm in customer, investor. Silent partner. I almost think it, it, it should, it should, there should be a room. Say this basement kind of has an indoor outdoor section, so the squirrels can come in when they want, uh, but they can still actually go to their natural habitat. You still want them climbing the trees, otherwise they're going to really bulk up, Dave. And, and you know, not to say no one wants a heavy set squirrel. It sounds actually pretty funny now that I envision it. Um, you know, but some some sort of you know, apparatus. chubby cheeks you talk about. We're talking chubby ass cheeks too with these suckers. They're not moving too far. They end up watching TV with the family, <laughs> and most of them do die of some cardiovascular disorder because they're moving David. with a lot more weight than they usually. I'm just being honest. This is a board meeting, and I need to be open to my constituents. <laughs> but uh, we do not let them outside, and I'm standing firm on that. Okay, and I respect that. <laughs> Um, that's great, Dave. We'll clock that out. Thank you, thank you. Next up in the pig pen, you know him best as El Jefe, the chef, Jeff Rosenberg. Jeff, what do you have for us today? Hi, guys. Allow me, if you will, to pose a little question. Please do. Uh, Go ahead. You know, uh, your activity today, you went to the beach. I actually went to the beach myself uh, this past weekend on this, on this scorching past weekend. Um, the Rockaways, I'm not sorry. Is that, tech, is that a beach? Um, it's it's a it's more a, like a junkyard. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was more like a strip a strip mall um, that gets flooded with garbage. Sometimes. They're actually they're they're still recovering from old Sandy there, and you actually see 
Um, you know, they have like active bulldozers on the beach, which is just kind of a weird thing to see. And then you, you have the, you have the local kids playing on the rubble, which we love to see. Uh, there, there's rebar sticking out, there's old concrete and it creates kind of a fun little mountain, uh, for the kids to play on. And we always found that pretty funny. We also don't have lifeguards right now, pre-Memorial Day. We had, have the parks department and they're wearing their cargo shorts, <laughs> their boots, uh, their hats, and they, but they do have the whistle. But, uh, if, I think if anything went down, they're not water ready. They're not water ready, which, which is a little baffling. And they're all kind of just hovered, uh, under a single umbrella. So it's a little funny. Um, uh, to see that in action, but you know, I'm I'm getting at the beach. What what is the worst part about going to the beach? Mm, the sand oh. gets all up in your crack. Mm-hmm. Being trapped. Being trapped. Um, right, because you're saying it's it's a whole operation to go to the beach and and then to escape, you have to you kind of get all your gear together and yeah. I hate that. I hate like going to the beach and like with dragging all the shit through the sand to find a spot and then you set it up and then it's like after you go swimming the first time, it's like I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. But then it's like another like several hours while everyone else has their fun in the fucking hot sand. It's just I like to be in and out for the beach or go to the beach in the evening for sunset and like have a nice dinner there or something. But like Middle of the well, day. Well, you know what people beach. were doing? People were actually ordering pizzas to the beach. I thought that was a, kind of interesting. Um, you'd that see like a delivery man on the beach. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? I don't know. I mean, yeah, look, pizza, I'm a pizza anywhere, anytime kind of guy, but. Um, well, you're a New Yorker. Yeah, hey, of course, of course. Forget about it. Well, so, you know, I'm thinking about the beach. I, I actually got a pretty wicked little body burn there. Uh, it's a, and it's oh, yeah, the Rosenberg full body it's burn. It's that inevitable, bo- inevitable body burn you'll get after not reapplying lotion all day long. As you've most, most likely seen, there's SPF shirts and bathing suits nowadays. But this idea is for the really? every man and woman who leaves the beach with a burn on their back and a belly the color of jelly. Thighs the inside of raspberry pies, shoulders like boulders on an active volcano. Introducing aloe vera. Clothing for after you get a sunburn to soothe the skin. With a quick pump, aloe seeps through the pores of the shirt and pants onto the skin, cooling your burn and expediting your heal. Okay? Aloe vera. Questions? Wow. Fantastic, Jeff. Really great name. Really great idea. I think it's new. It's fashionable. It handles all your beach problems when it comes to those burns. Uh, really, really sick idea, man. Sick, <laughs> Is it sick, disposable? Sick uh, no. You're, so you're actually going to refill kind of. There's a small tank there on the back that you put your aloe in. And there's a little squeeze apparatus. And, and what that will do is uh, that will allow that, that nice. We do a chilled aloe to a uh, refrigerator chilled. Uh, we're thinking, you know, 50, 45 degrees, something nice and icy. I think that's a cold temperature. It sounds cold. Uh, I think of them. And how is it evenly distributed throughout the shirt? Uh, through those the, those uh, proprietary pores that we were talking about, Anna. Uh, the PP. The PP. 
Um, and you know, once those seep through there, you know, it's almost similar to what can I, what can I think? Almost, uh, think, think of your Play-Doh set when you put your, your Play-Doh in there and then it comes out, uh, to, to turn into the spaghetti. That's kind of how it's coming out. Or even actually, Dave, you know, those deodorants, uh, that you, you, they'd have like the perforated holes in them, the gels, yes, I think. I uh, just co- bought some deodorant the other day if the fans are curious. That's great. So it comes out like that. Uh, it really comes out nice, soothing texture on your body. You don't really have to worry about lathering anymore because lathering, uh, you know, like rubbing this stuff all over your body. Uh, it's, that can hurt. It can hurt. It's hard to get to those hard to reach spots like the back, the small, the back. Uh, the big of the back <laughs> as well. Um, yep, yep, I know what you're talking about. Big old back. Big old back. And uh, a pickle big back. back. It sounds like pickleback almost. So, yeah, Dave, it's, it's you know, it, we do the shirt and we do the pants. Uh, almost think of a sweatsuit type of situation. Uh, this is going to keep you cool. All day long after that really heavy roast, um, you know, it's almost like a dark roast too. Yeah, you're kind of basting yourself with that aloe all the time, keeping it cool, keeping it smooth, keeping it fresh. You want to cool, cool, cool down the body temp, okay? And this is how we're going about that. And and I know how it comes out, but how does it rub in? Do you think just sort of moving around in this garment, the aloe vera will sort of just... Yeah, we uh, have actually, uh, the skin. and we have a patented uh, kind of a, a swashbuckling uh, a tactic where when you walk, yeah, that is actually kind of moving like almost like a, uh, what do we call those things? Uh, like a, like a loofah, you know, it, it's, 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 yes. it's moving around, uh, it's rubbing in onto the body and, you know, you can also just let it sit on the body too. If you're laying down on the beach, uh, we're, you know, afterwards and, and you're on a porch, maybe waiting for your za to show up, uh, you can just pop this bad boy on, uh, lay down and, you know, it'll, it'll eventually kind of work its way in pores to pores, you know, this kind of matches up with the pores on your body. So it's almost, it's almost like a, like a docking type of situation, you know? Interesting. Very interesting. And how you hit it in that neck? Is there a collar on this uh, aloe wear? Yeah, dude, uh, there's a there's a nice collar on that. I'm glad you asked that. The, the collar is actually is, is what's going to hit you first. And that's where the gel packs are, believe it or not. Beautiful. So that's, that's going to, I think, yeah, that's going to stay cool um, for up to 24 hours. And, and that's only in a given day. We've only tested a day and it was good for 24 hours. So we're saying they're everlasting. Nice. And is this, uh, the type of wearable tech that you can sleep in? Yes, Dave. Uh, we, you know, um, we, it's, it's almost, and actually I'm really, really happy that you brought this up is, is that people are finding, uh, it's good for those period cramps. And I was talking about ladies before, uh, it's, wow. it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's almost like, uh, your heat blanket, but in reverse, right? Uh, and we've never really nailed that down. Have we, we've never really nailed down how to cool the body. And, and the answer was there all <laughs> along with aloe vera. Uh, not an Beautiful. ice pack. 
No, the ice the pack aloe melts. Vera. We, we like to soak it into the body. The ice will, you know, that's how you get a big wet splotch on your couch, which I'm sure, you know, Dave has done once or twice. I know I've done it. Uh, ice. Oh, yeah. He created one yes, this just this morning. When every time he sleeps on the couch, it's like a big pile of sludge when he gets up. Oh, wow. 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 That's very good, Anna. Great. We yeah. love hearing you <laughs> chime in. <laughs> I mean, that's where we're at. Like, it's uh, it really helps with the itching, the rubbing. Uh, obviously, it's all natural. Uh, the proprietary pump and pour system is the first of its kind. Really, really innovative stuff. Um, a lot of people are looking at this uh, kind of as a, as a way to move us into that next generation of athleisure that a lot of people are getting very yeah. interested in. Um, so, yeah, we're talking with, um, you know, obviously you don't want to go full Lululemon, but they do have uh, they do have the network there. Um, You're the Fabletics, maybe. The Fabletics, of course. Um, you know, and we're actually thinking, we're actually thinking uh, WW is getting into this a little bit. I don't know if you know WW. Weight Watchers. Yeah, we very interesting. We go by WW now because that also acts as a bit of a, a, a you know a pseudo with a uh, you know it's a well lifestyle it's, it's a, exactly david's wellness it's lifestyle uh it can even help you you know say you're in in a, in a fight uh, uh you get all heated up after a hard day's work you put this on it doesn't have to be sunburn related it, it could just be to kind of add that moisture to the skin, you know, on dry days uh, in the winter, you know, we, we recommend uh, usage of that as well. Uh, and as I was saying before, a tough day of work and there's nothing that's going to feel better than that nice, cool application on your skin. Jeff, I love it again. Do you think their website is www.ww.com? That's interesting, Dave. I'd love to see more about that. Um, I can actually check that sound out. Sound right off now. in the comments. Okay, okay. I was going to say sound off in the comments if that's the website. But, you know, my boy's uh, on his laptop, believe it or not. We do all these recordings it on is, Zoom Dave, separately. It is. It, uh, it is. Oh, I love that. That's very cool. I wonder what www.www.com is, you know? I want, you know, my guess is going to be it's a redirect to the www.com, but we'll soon find out. No, it's not a redirect. It's, uh, you know, someone's sitting on it. Someone's sitting on it for big money. Uh, and, you know, look, it's, a, it's that type of business that we want to be in at the end of the day. Jeff, I think this is a wonderful idea. I can't get enough of it. I'm going to send it around the horn. I'm in as a customer. Oh, I can currently use this right now. Yeehaw. Uh, and an investor, I think you can partner with a lot of different brands. I like that WW sort of uh, uh, um, pivot that you're doing there. I think you want to look at those lifestyle brands. You want to look at those health and wellness type of brands. Mm -hmm. And I think you're right on par with this pitch. Yeah, and you look again, like not not to push it down, but the the heavy set folk you know, tend to be a little sweatier. The aloe vera helps bring that body temperature down, and we're actually seeing them use this in hospitals now. Uh, people who get uh, feverish and they need to drop that body temperature, we we put them in an aloe vera. We put them in an aloe vera. I think you're gonna. I think you're going to find big money when it comes to hospitals and uh, working with those types of patients. I think, you know, potentially people could use their health insurance to buy some of this gear. 
Exactly, exactly. And, and you know, we all know Arizona is headed for kind of the big one, they say, uh, where, where all those AC units go, go bust. And we're, we're talking about losing a lot of the elderly there uh, on a hot summer day. Uh, we recommend that each and every person over the age of, you know, 60 uh, in that Arizona field of, of, of living uh, purchase one of these. Uh, and, and we actually are going to do a 10% discount for Arizonians. And what's that code? That code is AZ, as in uh, the shortened name for, for, you know, Arizona. Easy AZ is what it is. Easy AZ. Wow, I love that, Jeff. I love your beautiful mind. Uh, um, so is that power grid in jeopardy in Arizona? Is that what we're sort of referring to? Yeah, the power grid's gonna fail, Dave. It's just bound to fail at the end of the day. You know, they're they're taking too much heat up in there. Their their highest day is in the one twenties. Well, it's global warming for you. Uh, you know, we don't like to make it political on this show, but we do think the planet is warming up. And how that's not political, you? David. That's not political. <laughs> Slightly political. You know, a lot of people can. No, you know, they are. global warming is not political. It's just a fact. It's not political. Well, the Republicans, or as I like to call them, the Repiglicans, uh, you know, say otherwise. And I think you can find some scientists that will say that, you know, the planet just uh, naturally heats up and cools down on a cyclical cycle. David, no, <laughs> you would not find scientists that say that. It's like finding, well, it's like, I that. think it's like finding the one out of 10 dentists who doesn't recommend toothpaste. Yeah, exactly. Oh, very good analogy, Jeff. You are on par, my friend. Well, you I told be, you about uh, that bike ride that I went on. It really opened up my brain, uh, allowed that smell. Your pores, too. <laughs> yeah, my pores. Uh, it really is making me feel like a bigger, better uh, guy uh, at the end of the day. And I love you guys. I love the aloe vera brand. Uh, it's part of me. I think it's part of that, you know, we're, we're getting into global cooling is actually the new campaign that we're working on with aloe vera. This just keeps getting better and better, Jeff. And I actually want to say it keeps getting cooler and cooler. <laughs> I appreciate that, Dave. Thank you so much. So much, actually. Thanks. Beautiful. And this is why we listen. This is why we listen for ideas like that. Mm -hmm. Next up in the pig pen, you know her best as Dame Von Dutch. She's got a beautiful mind as well, and she's about to pitch us some wacky, zany idea. Anna, 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 let's hear it. David, no, do not call me Anna. Oh, I'll just never get away from it. It'll never end. I'll be, uh, when I die, the person that pronounces me dead will be say, Anna Marita. Anna that is that, that um, does sound like an, a nice d dish. Oh, can I get the Anna Marita? <laughs> uh, and a side of Gershens. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know, guys. It's been a it's been a rough couple of weeks over here, and this this week in particular is like just taking taking me down. You know, like I like everyone else. I'm, you know, very disturbed by what's going on in the world. I'm very concerned. You know, I try to be an optimist, but it's, it's, it's becoming harder and harder by the day, you know, and, you know, they say that you're not supposed to lose hope when things go bad, but uh, it's, 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 it's difficult to continue. You know, it's like, I, I used to feel so like, 
I don't know, like part of something bigger. And now mm-hmm. I just feel like really like, uh, like I, I hopeless. Like I know we can't give up, but it's a, a, an, an alluring option. Uh, Never give times. up. Never, Never surrender. surrender. So, yeah, I mean, everyone needs to obviously, in the United States, you know, need to contact their senators about this fucking gun reform. It's insane. Um, and uh, separately of that, I mean, everyone's really got to work on being nicer to me. Like, do you know that mm-hmm. the, our Spotify uh, fucking ratings uh, are like some some little fuck, okay? Some little, okay, I'm not going to insult what they look like. I'm just going to say some little Fuck is uh no giving us on there? No, well I'm just I I don't want to reveal my sources but I do know that whoever is giving the podcast low stars is it is you know really I would really, say a 4 out of 5 isn't low and uh you know to me that's a, a solid B and I've always been a B student I <laughs> don't like it and I just feel like you know if you, if you listen to the pod on Spotify and you're not a, a major hater, why don't you go on and give us give us that give us a five star rating? Mm, I didn't even you? know you could rate on Spotify. That's how out yeah, of the loop I am. I didn't know that either. I didn't know that either. And then recently, I noticed it, and then I go and it's like, oh, of course, someone already fucking started down downvoting us. Like, of course, because why would they not? You know, like can I actually and, do a, uh, a, a little intro? Uh, a, a, do you smell that? Probably listen to listening to the show on Spotify, and there's ads, you know, between the shows. We should be getting paid on that. Why are there's we ads on Twitter? Well, there, you know, if you listen to multiple episodes, you'll get an ad in between. You know, it's well, because you don't pay for Spotify, correct? Correct. Oh yeah, that's why you have ads. <laughs> No, but yeah, I, there's but not I, ads on regular Spotify. Okay, be that as in May, though. Like, I still think we should be seeing a chunk of change from Spotify. Yeah, I think we should be seeing a chunk of change. Period. Like, all we're doing the podcast for now is for the the negative, the negative downvotes, and that's actually not true. You know, I don't know. I've actually been thinking a lot about the law of attraction lately, and it's like. I used to be really into that. There was like a time in my life when I was like kind of getting good at that and, and just like focusing on that and just thinking, you know, like what's that all friend. about, Anna? Just like um, you know, it's like you're it's supposed the secret, to really isn't it? like isn't this from the secret? Think, yes, it's the secret. And you're supposed to just basically like think about everything that you want. You're supposed to focus like energy on it and think about it and not just think about it, but think like like let's if I want like um a Range Rover, I'll say every day, like, oh like I'm so excited for my Range Rover. Like, I know I'm going to get it. Like, I'm so, like, thank you, universe, for giving me this Range Rover. Like, and then you envision yourself driving it. You envision what it looks like. You you think about the Range Rover. You are always a Range Rover, Range Rover, Range Rover. <laughs> and this says that, you know, if you continue to do that, somehow you'll end up, like, bringing the Range Rover to you. Um, I mean, that's a very I, specific case. I think a lot. It's it's a very specific thing. Is this law of attraction? It's a very specific thing. You can be more vague with it, but you can also be very specific about it. And it says that you know whatever it is that you focus on, positive or negative, you're going to draw that into your life. Exactly. You know, yeah, like, so yeah. 
I spend all my time like thinking about the negativity and focusing on the negativity and like focusing on haters and all of that, mm-hmm. then I'm actually attracting more of that into right, my life. Right, and right. so I don't know why, like I know this. And so therefore I should really like focus on the positive. I should really like, you know, all the great people that I've spoken to all the great members of the nation that we've connected with the people that do like the pod i really should focus on them instead of like thinking about who could have downvoted us on spotify but you know what it's just it's something that i'm gonna work on because i i do think that if i got into that meditation every day and started really getting specific and really you know being intentional and being more positive you know, maybe something will come together. Yeah, you for know, us. I'm working on that myself. Uh, you know, this morning I wasn't feeling great, but now I'm feeling pretty good. You know, it's, you know, I think you, you are what you think at the end of the day or, or what you allow yourself, uh, what consumes you. You consume what consumes you. Yes, it's very much true. It's very much true. And I don't want to be negative i mean it's i just you know i i i can't help it sometimes you know i just i am i am what well, this i is am the positive but... p the positive pod yeah it's not that positive <laughs> we're getting never positive. Really been that positive and then, well, who well, wants to be positive wouldn't be positive this uh, this podcast being positive and then we say our ideas sounds so lame <laughs> like well we're just positive and then we say three invention ideas and we're all positive <laughs> Stupid. No one wants <laughs> well, to listen to that. We don't know if we're going to be positive on your idea quite yet. I I cannot. I don't have an that. idea. The fucking world is crumbling around me. Like you think I have an idea? Like I don't have an idea. Like I just I maybe just that's want... the problem with this world. Not enough people have ideas. I want to I move think to you Europe. Got, I think and... you got a nice big list of stuff that you're you're kind of doubting yourself and i think once we look down and we realize you know there's no restraints and that's when we learn we can fly all right well yeah, how about that, Jeff. um you know just like a dinner party rental space mm, very cool so it's that. a it's almost like uh you know you don't it's either it's almost like a restaurant I just realized that's what a restaurant is. <laughs> well, but yeah, but you, but how, if you get, <laughs> you have access to your own uh, a commercial kitchen, you know, like a, you get because you, you're still a food lab, if you will, a food lab. Oh yeah, if you will. that actually, that actually exists here. We saw one the other day. Remember, Dave? Like, um, yes, there's something in Portland here that's like a big commercial kitchen. And you can just like go and rent out like the commercial kitchen well, to like you know, start say your you're food doing a, business. Say you're doing a potluck or something. You know, you know, everyone wants to get in in that oven to reheat their stuff. Say, you know, you almost get to do like a like an Iron Chef with your friends, and you can rent out this this kit this kitchen uh, for fun. Yeah, and of course, you have yeah. your dinner table there too. Yeah. And you know what, guys? Like, we haven't talked about stuff that we're watching lately, but, you know, Master Chef Junior is on Hulu. And I think that that is like one of the most, that is one of the best shows on television, is Master Chef Junior. And, you know, if you don't understand what I'm talking about, give it a watch. It's really funny. You know, these kids, how are they cooking this stuff so well? How are they cooking um, this stuff so well? 
I don't know. Rich and, you know, parents are doing most of the work in my mind. That's what I'm figuring. Like these people are like just uh, they've got. I don't know. I don't really understand how they're like they they are professional level cooks and they're da- like isn't seven. Isn't it dangerous being around the, the, those those hot objects? The fire. They do it all. They do it all. They know how to do all this like really like high level stuff on that show. And then but then you know they do a good job of like they mix in a couple of kids that are a little bit bad at it. And it's just, it is, it is epic. Are they epic. standing and, on oh, and sometimes, stools? Huh? Are they standing Some on stools? Are, yes. Or, or, or justice stilts, if you will? Yeah, they're, they're standing on, <laughs> yeah, they're standing on a justice stilts. And then, um, you know, Gordon, Gordon's pretty nice to them. Um, well, but car- when they around like big pots of boiling water and shit. They're not just around big pots of boiling water. They're using like fire. They're using blow torches. Like they're like fully cooking. Like it's really a lot. It's wild. They're allowed to cook with alcohol. Like this guy did like a bourbon glaze on something. (laughs) It's like what? Like you are five. But um, they. What was I gonna say? Oh, it's really funny when they get kicked off. Sometimes they cry. Oh, it's just epic. It's so fun. I love it, and I. You know, if you're just like smoking, hanging out, like looking for something to laugh at, there's nothing better. Master Chef Junior. Um, give it a watch. Let me know what you think. Um, and then, yeah, you know, this uh, Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial is going to be wrapping up at the end of the week. That's mm-hmm. been giving me loads of entertainment on YouTube. I've been enjoying it uh, a lot. Um, apparently, everyone's saying that Johnny Depp's going to lose uh, 100%. Um, as he did lose the last one. In the uh, UK. Yes. Right. So they're saying that this is not looking good for Johnny, but they're also saying that, you know, he really only wanted to do this to like kind of show the world that like she's insane. So I I feel like that was accomplished and, you know, everybody likes him more so than they maybe did. So it was Was still, was it it your idea on a previous cast to have them redo it and in their, in uh, each of them play the other person's role? Did that come from you? No, I don't think so. It was a, but, like a um, recasting, recreation of the whole thing. It, it was wacky. It was fun stuff. I do think that they should maybe get back together. I know that sounds crazy. Why would I say that? But, you know, I do think there's something to be said for, you know, um, there's something there between those two crazy kids, you know, like they're just uh, they're they're kind of like the same person. You know, they're both they're both zany actor types. They're writing in blood on the wall. They're shitting on each other. It's like they're made for each other. Mm-hmm. I kind of just I, I do kind of keep Beautiful. thinking I want I want Johnny Depp to just be like, I still love you. And, you know, like I still am a That's little bit. The rude. case ends with them just kissing Wouldn't that in the be of the so amazing if they just got up and ran to each other and like started and making they, out and they bow, and they together. bow to the audience. Oh my god, they, everybody would lose their fucking shit. And they go that and scene. Incredible. And oh my god, is that a crime? I think they would go to jail for doing that. I don't think you can waste people. It's I don't called think you can waste the court's method time. acting, Anna. That would be so psychotic. It would never happen. But and I and I want better for Johnny at the end of the day obviously we all want um, better for johnny i do but you know she was really she really was hot i don't know about now now that we know all that we know um but i remember the first time i saw her you know she was in this show the called the playboy club it was like on for like one season mm-hmm. in like 2011 or something mm-hmm. and th- those kind of shows are like my favorite shows like things that were on for like one season around that time 
And she was in it. She was, it was like, she, it was like set in the sixties and she worked at the Playboy club. She's like gorgeous. I remember when I saw her being like, who is that? Is and it was Amber club fucking her. the same as the, the mansion? It was like, uh, well, okay. So Hugh Hefner started the Playboy mansion in Chicago and then and I'm actually going to take a look at that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Right. I'll be headed there. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> So the original Playboy Mansion was in Chicago, and then he started Playboy Club. I think the first one was there, and then when he moved to L.A., he kept— then it was just like, that's a Playboy Mansion, and he kept having the Playboy Clubs in, like, New York and gotcha. wherever else. But um, There's a bar I can't believe scenes. it's back now. They have the Playboy Club again in New York, or at least they did before the pandemic. It's I don't back. know if they still do. If that's open, like, once— the surge, this surge goes down. I want to go there. That would be like really fun. There's also this club um, in Williamsburg I want to go to. I think it's called Elite. Elite. Um, they make you a watermelon with your name on it and stuff. Did I tell you about this already? I don't think so. It's no, news to so. me. I saw it on Instagram. It looks really cool. Um, but yeah, that's something to keep an eye out for. But yeah, I really got nothing else. You know, those are just some of my thoughts. Um, you know, just trying to get through another day like everybody else. What can I say? Amen and, to that, know, sister. Amen, amen, yeah. and a woman. And, you know, we're glad that the nation is here with us. Uh, we're growing together. We're learning together. Uh, and we're sharing ideas with each other, which is, you know, how a democracy is formed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So I want to go play my video game now. Um, so what do you think? Good app? Great app. A fine app. A fine app indeed. And as yeah. always, stay, stay scheming, scheming and, and stay, stay dreaming. dreaming. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Walking out the door. Robbing their bank, got the chauffeur, make some more furs. Now an open screw, starting day with two dudes for innovation. I owe you. Oprah, Oprah, buddy, getting, getting Oprah, buddy. Oprah, Oprah, buddy, getting, getting Oprah, buddy, getting Oprah, buddy, getting Oprah, getting, getting Oprah, buddy. Oprah, buddy. That was a headgum podcast.